Another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Sunshine Tui. And this is Dark Side of the Moon. Let's get to it, motherfuckers. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. All right, Noel. Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're, we're back with another episode, and um, it's aptly for us. We're going to be in Dark Side of the Moon. We're going to look at a little bit of Dark Side content, and that's in the form of Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. What a wordy fucking title, but it's an awesome Very wordy movie. title. Oh, great movie. Mm. So, no, talk to us. You would want to recommend this piece. <clears throat> right. I just think this is one of the best, perhaps the best, definitely up there of the DC animated universe. The animated universe being something that they do extremely well. Mm. So if your only exposure is the live action universe, that is nothing, nothing to base the animated universe on. And yeah. uh, I thought this was a particularly good film and I've been talking about it a few times. So I, when you were up for it, I said, right. And I just finished it today. This is the third time watching. It still stands up. It's just, it's just, I, I think the thing I love about one shots is that they can do anything they want. Yeah, that they're not trying to build. They're not trying to build up Henry Cavill to be Superman for the next five years, whatever. They're not trying to do any of that. There's like Annie died like a little bitch. The end. Yeah. Love it. And uh, this is just an excellent example of that. Having fun with the concept, like Marvel do with zombies, Marvel yeah. zombies and stuff like that. This is just an excellent example of this. This film had everything. What did you think of it? Yeah, no, I'm the same as you. It's like uh, in the same way one shots have allowed us as a show to kind of branch out and to cover different yeah. things because it's a snappier format that the one shots in the source material that we that influenced us naming our little shorts one shots, they can do whatever they want. It's like, as you said, it's like the what if, like uh, it killed off scores of legendary superheroes and villains in this yeah, and worse yeah you know and what i mean worse. Like, yeah, you know what i mean the sort of them were looking them, like, absolutely yeah and it it just shows that the lengths that dark side can do once he's fully unleashed to his ultimate potential and it, it, it's cool the way it shows that like um something we spoke about recently was superman red sun that when you, you kind of you can kind of uh, distort or contort these kind of characters and you can use what their strengths are as a hero and if you brainwash them ever so slightly you can become their strength as a villain and all this kind of shit and it makes them what makes them oftentimes an amazing superhero is the same things that oftentimes make them an amazing villain and you see that with batman and this and superman and red sun and uh, that's what i loved about this that i showed that like superheroes like when you can take them and you kind of just kind of fucking distort them ever so slightly that you can really make like high level villains out of them and like it was cool seeing like superman brought down to like a more human level like the way of uh uh neutralizing him yeah. by dark side was fucking ingenious having like liquid uh kryptonite pretty much soaking through his veins at all times so it's constantly pumping through his system in the shape of the shape of the S, which is the symbol for hope, which is just, yeah. you know, a kick. Unnecessary. He was vindictive. Yeah. He wasn't just the bad guy, but he sometimes Darkseid is this godlike figure and he doesn't give a shit about you. He just, like, gets you out of the way, kills you, done. But this was a vindictive Darkseid, which I enjoyed immensely, I have to say. Yeah, it's like, what did Constantine say to Superman near the start? Is like, um, oh, he left you around as a constant reminder kind of thing. Like, you know what I mean? That, like, if I can break Superman, I can break anybody. You know, that kind of thing. Like, oh, you know. Exactly. What chance... Mm. 
what chance do you stand? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's what I loved about it. It was like pure maliciousness. Like, and I was thinking about it as well. He turned Batman into his tactician. He uh, made Luther work for him under the whole, like just under his thumb. And he kind of turned uh, turned them, t- took all Wonder Woman and all them and turned them into soldiers. There's mm. something just so absolutely epically dark about something that Justice League is considered quite light. It's Boy Scouts. It's saving the world. It's big things and small things and big, long speeches. And this was just all of that kind of stripped back and just given to you um, just in the darkest kind of format. And it jumped back from being... It had kind of every story in it. I think Damian Wayne got a great outing in yeah, this. He's awesome. I think he's awesome, exactly. Yeah. And I think um uh and her name escapes me. She's the one, the sorcerer from Raven Titans. Raven. She had an absolutely excellent outing in this, and it kind of really raised the stakes. Constantine, of course, because you just love that sarcastic, alcoholic, really flawed character that's just yeah. Snake doesn't really have. Broody, sure, but not out and out flawed. Yeah. And Constantine as the anti-hero, I just thought was absolutely fantastic. They gave um they gave the, the thing, the man um something swamp thing. They gave him an absolutely excellent outing. So I do think it raised the profile of uh some of our characters without taking the story down at all. Because I think it used its strong, its heavy hairs like Superman and stuff. So it still kind of kept you engaged with the ones you're more familiar with. But I, yeah. I, I just think it's an excellently made film, just start to finish. Yeah, you know, it never you, lulls. I don't think. Do you ever feel like this film? This film lulled. At any man, point? the amount of fucking storytelling they fit into ninety minutes is incredible. Like seriously, like the, like the the intro is insane as well. It's like, oh, we're all gearing up. Let's go to a apocalypse, wrong and they get their fucking asses handed to them. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And just like that's when you know, absolutely stakes. instantaneously, like yeah, you know what I mean. That's stakes. I mean, like something we always talk about is like you have to like create stakes in the story. And when you see the Earth's mightiest heroes, you know the Justice League. Pretty much, I know they're not called the Earth's mightiest heroes, aren't they? That's, that's Avengers. But like, um, you see the yeah. just you see the Justice League getting taken out like that. And they're the pinnacle of every, uh, our protectors on Earth. And you see them getting taken out in the opening sequence. And then all of a sudden it cuts to two years later and fucking Earth's in like a shambles. And it's like a pure apocalyptic world. Like, you know, so it's the way they set the scenes and the way they set the stakes. And then like, uh, I, I thought it was hilarious though. It's just like the two boys just chilling out in the pub and there's just like fucking patrols going by. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And the only time they like come in is like a few minutes later when they're shouting. It's just like, you're like the worst patrols ever. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. like, like, like that guy's a gigantic monster. He looks like he's pretty drunk. How much does he have to drink to get yeah. drunk? How long has he been there? <laughs> you know what I mean? That was another fucking, that was another great fucking character as well. Yeah, I don't recognize him. What, like, what was he from? He Well, he's always kind of been in Justice League Dark. What's his name? Uh, he always rhymes when he talks as well. Now, what? what? I'm gonna to have to look up his name, but uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's uh, one of those guys, a demon trapped in a man's body. He's about five hundred years old, you know that kind of way. He's that typical thing that all these kind of magic superhero things always have a tendency to have. Mm. Once Etrigan, Etrigan, no, I, I I'd never seen him before in anything. Never seen him before in anything. No, he's no. great. Again, he's the other flawed one. He won't do anything unless he's. You know, there's always that character that he'll only do it if it's a challenge, or I'll only do it because I am a warrior. He's that yeah. kind of character. His fight scene his fight was brilliant, absolutely yeah. excellent. Yeah, <laughs> and seeing seeing them all demented and twisted, like uh, Martian, um, John Jones, and all these characters, kind of uh, like bastardized and kind of weaponized against their comrades. Mm. I always love shit like that. I really do. Like it looked like he kind of uh, used the cyborg technology and used that to kind of uh, distort. Them I think so. Yeah, that's it. Because he took from them what he needed. 
and he got rid of the ones he didn't. Even see when he's killing all the, the Green Lantern Corps, he had no real use for them, so he was just wiping them out with his hands behind his back. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's such a such a badass. He's that such fucking a good scene did the, the end of that um uh, one of the Green Lanterns. I uh, don't know which one it was, but you remember when John Stewart uh, was it? John Stewart was it? Yeah. yeah. He looks super young in it, though, didn't he? He does look. Yeah, he looks quite yeah. young. Yeah, he raises. Like, he's like, beware of my power, and the whole planet just goes up. Yeah, no, does does he not? He dies, but he got rid of the lava. The lava didn't land. Is it? that what he did? No, I think the lava landed. It blew up the battery. I think that's what happened. Oh, they it, all yeah? died. Yeah, they all died like bitches. That's what. That's what I mean. Yeah. I would just be sitting there going, "Oh, beloved character dies like <laughs> Swamp Thing got a great kid, uh, death as well. Swamp Thing got a great death. Yeah, an absolutely phenomenal death. Yeah, he was just fucking. Like, he's so powerful. Like you never realize how powerful he actually is. You know what I mean? He was just like no paradooms. Paradooms, not parademons, not yeah. to be confused. A little bit of uh, doomsday blood, so they're an awful lot tougher. Man, it was so cool though. It was like there's so much to it. You had apocalypse, fucking paradooms. You had like Krypton Suicide we... Squad. Suicide yeah, Squad. Yeah, you had the Suicide Squad. Mm. King Shark is a shark. King uh, Shark is a shark, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. I love her. It has been an honor fighting beside you. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> all, all, everything up to there was King Shark. Yeah. Is the shark. That was oh, the Captain God. Boomerang, wasn't it? Yeah, that was <laughs> Boomerang's a fucking boomerang, you fuck nugget. Uh, <laughs> it had Hardy Quinn got an outing in this. Yeah. It, you know, it sounds like we're talking about like a series or something. Because mm. how how can something that's only 90 minutes long can we sit here and say and actually give a good a good showing to this character, this Lois Lane? Yeah, got this a good would, outing in this. This, this would have been was... an amazing sequel to uh, uh Zack Snyder's Justice League. An amazing yeah. sequel. Where they go on the offensive, yeah, and get absolutely wiped out, absolutely yeah. completely wiped and out, and ended the same way with Barry doing Flashpoint, and that leads perfectly into the Flash Flashpoint movie, and that leads perfectly into the Flashpoint. Yeah. Oh God, it was such. Uh, it was just. Uh, there was you just go, amazing. Warner Brothers. You're welcome. Yeah, you're absolutely welcome, and they're great at taking advice, and so I'm sure <laughs> this is exactly what they're going to do. And that movie was only made in 2020, like so, like. You know yeah, what I mean, it's right there. Like, yeah, people oh, yeah. making that movie, right? When Warner Brothers making oh, and the, it was Justice League. Uh, so, how long has the script existed? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like book. it was brought that day and brought to. I, I think I'm not sure, actually, to be honest. If it is, I haven't personally read it. But usually they are. Uh, no, put that shit up there, will you? <laughs> <laughs> You're now Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, could you get that? <laughs> we need a Jamie. Yeah, we definitely need a Jamie. We definitely need a Jamie. I want to get a robot Jamie, the one that will slowly infiltrate humanity because of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like, I want, I want my last conversation to be with a, a robot that's become so sentient that it's just like wiped out all of humanity. But it started off as our helper, and I'm just like, why you? Why you? You were supposed to be the different one. You're supposed to be different. <laughs> No, Jay, not you. Look up. Why are you doing this? Yeah. And the- All right. It's based on the story arcs Dark Side Wars, A Final Crisis by none other, of course, than Grant Morrison. Oh, amazing. Yeah. God, amazing. I mean, just we have to freeze that man. We, we, we need mm-hmm. to gather his blood. His blood and his sperm. I was just thinking of the computer, like, instead of going to dark, so it just goes entering dark mode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, but, uh, yeah, no, Grant Morrison's come with some fucking ridiculous shit. Like, didn't he do um, Happy uh, and fucking, what was the other? He did, yeah. uh, What was the other fucking one he did? He did Doom Patrol way back when. Doom Patrol. He did the all-star Superman where Superman's dying. He did another one, one, though, where he has, like, a team of heroes. What the fuck is that? 
Invisibles. Oh, yeah. And uh, Chris Evans was in the movie. Oh, is there a movie so, of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a movie of that. Um, wait, was this superheroes or just a team of mercenaries? I, I can't remember. No, you're thinking of the losers. Yes, I am thinking is that of that. Grant Morrison as well, is it? I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I'm starting to think that anything cool I've ever seen was by either Neil, Ga- Neil Gaiman, Gaiman or yeah. Grant Morrison. You I know, think it's just, Gaiman. Just, just let them be in charge of everything. He's like a gay reptile. Yep. Mm. And Alan Moore, of course, deserves a shout out as well. Alan Moore. But, but I, I know, I, t- I really, really just, this, this kind of whets your appetite for more like this yeah and i i think we're so sick of the origin story as well if somebody just said oh what about a one-off or spider-man blah 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 i'd be like cool mm. do yeah. it and when i go in to see a one-off i'm like this is cool because like like they're not a one we we knew that spider-man was going to survive the movie when yeah. we went to see it in the, a few months ago we mm. knew that of course he was like that's not a spoiler that's just like he, we know he's contracted for this amount of films it's it's but this you don't know you had no idea who was going to make it and who was going to make it and at the end the ones that met it were broken but alive and yeah. most of them didn't make it was dark man it was dark right to the last second mm, justice league in fact, yeah justice league dark. <laughs> and the only in fact the only way to undo it is to unmake everyone yeah you have to unmake the world and it, everyone in so it. is this a direct sequel to flashpoint is it yeah, you know what? The thing is, I think so, yeah, because he, he go, uh, Constantine goes into his head and he goes, he did it, and he called it Flashpoint. Yeah. So I guess this is he comes back and this is the fallout. and Because it's always that way. Everything, every Flashpoint, every time travel thing the Flash has ever done, yeah. it's always like unseen repercussions, yeah. ramifications from messing with the timeline. They start to merge. Or, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, Flashpoint's a Flashpoint, uh, one shot we should definitely do. That's a great oh, yeah. movie. Uh, that, okay. And that's another absolutely... And if somebody said, I actually prefer Flashpoint, but the Flashpoint paradox, I'd be like, yeah, fair enough, because that's an absolutely epic story as well. Yeah, I mean, DC, DC are just killing it. Yeah, you could literally watch them back to back, and they would suit each other perfectly because the way they're actually to do to do because yeah. if that's what if that's what you were getting your jollies from that day, and you wanted more than that mm. second film, whichever sec is the second film in this scenario, watch them either way. Yeah. Um, would just uh, be absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, imagine if you watched it the other way, and Barry goes back and does another flashpoint. It's like Barry, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, you- Barry? <laughs> Jesus, dude. Yeah. Oh my god! Just, just a movie called Justice League, the one where we break his legs. Yeah, like, <laughs> really, really badly. <laughs> like fucking hell! Like, uh, like anytime I watch the Flash TV series, I'm just like Barry. Really, you're going back in time again, you motherfucker, dude! You just oh. spilled coffee on your shirt. That's all that happened. That's yeah, all yeah, that exactly. happened, Barry. <laughs> and you could change your shirt really quite quick. I, you know, what would make that show great. They should get a speedster no. as the bad guy. It won't work. No, I don't. Maybe not because they already no. have a speedster as a good guy. Yeah, see, I, the nose. I, yeah, I just think it's the one that knows. I can't see them going for it. I definitely. It's not like Superman it. would fight Zod every fucking season. Would it yeah. be like every season? You know I, mean? Zod, I can't. Every season. I honestly Zod. can't see them going for Flash versus another speedster, and they won't do it once, let alone five times. Like no. just no, it just it won't happen. Just, well, but if they end up like fighting another speedster while well, teaming up with a speedster that used to be the bad speeder, but now you have common enemies, so you speed up with these speedsters to take out a worse speedster. Oh, no? the classic alien versus predator, the enemy of my enemy. <laughs> of my enemy. Yeah. Oh, yes, I can't see that happening either. It's just too on the nose. There's so it's many true. ways you could go with that character, and I can't see them constantly going down one road. <laughs> I just can't see it happening. He's such a versatile character. Grant Gustin plays a brilliant. I can't see them constantly pairing him against a, a, a speedster as the bad guy. I just can't see it happening. No. 
for five seasons in a row. And eventually there were now so many speedsters that they get evil speedsters to come back to be anti-speedster heroes. But yeah. however, these things will not happen. It, producers in my ear. <laughs> producers oh. in my ear. Reminding me that it's 2022. Uh, it's happened several times. All right. <laughs> it's, it's, All this right. is why I'm talking about Grant Morrison. <laughs> this is why I'm talking. Even this, like some of those tropes that you just said, this did then. This had like Damien Wayne who hates Superman because he blames him for the death of his father or mm. the submission of his father. Um, and he teams up with him to take out a bigger big bad. But yeah. this didn't feel like that. It didn't feel contrived. It felt like everybody was doing it because it was literally the end of the world. And the end of the world thing felt dark as opposed to like a storytelling device. They showed the proof was in the pudding. The world was in shit. Yeah. The entire time, death was everywhere. Yeah. Oh, God, I love a good dark storyline, man, and superhero. And I love super, superhero shit, but this kind of like, me and you love horror. We love superhero shit. And when the, those two worlds collide and it's done well, mm. then that, that's just a... That's Fucking something, something, some slow motherfucker. It's just like, ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, destroy the green. What do we <laughs> uh, Dude, it's two years later since the original event. What have you been doing? Well, yeah, what I mean, you aren't you like intrinsically linked? <laughs> yeah, like the whole earth, like this. The literally two years later, Kutu shot is an exterior shot of planet Earth, pretty much looks like acid has been poured over it. Oh, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, do you know when Rick and Morty, when they get like the, all the toxins poured out of them, do you know that? And they just, yeah, 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 <laughs> just the toxins, like, yeah. where are the toxins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that show's so fucking good. But, that, uh, that's a show that's done well. But no, this 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 film, I don't think there's anything that I would have changed about it. You know what I mean? If I had to go back and look over it, I would I just all if at the end I just feel like going, well done, sir. Well yeah. done. That's it. That's all I have to say about it. Well done. Yeah, more could, like more of this, please. You could say you could say it's a little bit of a cop out at the end with so many people being brought back to life and then flashpoint like changing it all and stuff like that. But like if it makes perfect sense that you could have this story now as a standalone and also continue on back into the same world as before. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't take away from the story, even though like because the deaths throughout it are incredible. But like it's kind of like um in Endgame, in the blip, like Infinity War, I should say, in the blip, you know all those people are coming back. Like, like without a shadow of a doubt, you just don't know how they're coming back, you know, all except for you know Black Widow and Vision, you know, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. Well, vision will be like white vision or, or whatever you call this kind of vision. Rest in pieces. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he said it. But yeah, <laughs> this is it. I, I like when things aren't afraid to go dark, though, because, you know, everything seems like these things are always to sell ties and merchandise to be family and friendly mm. and stuff. And I like when something just breaks away from that. And, you know, that's why, like, I have so much respect for Deadpool. It showed that it could be done. It could be profitable. Yeah. And with the animated universe, um, obviously, you could get away with an awful lot more. If my 10-year-old nephew sees Justice League, if I show him Justice League Dark Apocalypse War and my sister finds out about it, she's going to be all like, oh, it was a cartoon. Well, yeah. okay. <laughs> you know, if, yeah. if she thought that shit was a film, yeah, and there was like, you know, King Sharks biting people's heads off, and you know, like oh, people are getting torn up by parademons that the trigon, a devil fights another kind of old new god and all this kind of shit, she'd be furious. But like I, I do like that in the cartoon format, in the animated format, that you would just have that freedom. And I would love if it bled into the zeitgeist of being much more socially acceptable in films or people are brave enough, because all I want is live action. I don't even want new ideas. I just want somebody to take that film scene for scene in live action. And I'd be happy. Man, Demon Superman. 
Oh, Demon Superman. Man, holy fuck. He's like, no, I've got another idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, no. That was fucking insane, man. <laughs> oh, no, everyone look out. You're not going to believe this, but you know the demon I was talking to? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, what? He was just ready, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know the king of all evil. Well, you're only gonna fucking. He only went and broke his word. Um, yeah, no, that was brilliant, and the the, the the big fight with with Dark Side at the end, just absolutely epic. Yeah, the two just, boys, yeah, the two boys killing each other. Well, you might yeah, kill him. Two boys thing. kicking the absolute shit out of each other. Man, that's fucking awesome. It's like, go now, or do you want to fight me for the right to destroy him? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, and Superman just kind of like. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's like I've been saying, it's like fuck it, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not my pig, not my farm. Yeah, I'd be kind of like, you know, if someone goes to me, like, you know, you can go in there and shoot Hitler if you want, but I'm gonna go in and blow me and Hitler up. You can kill me before, and then go and try to kill Hitler, but Hitler's gonna die either way. I'd be like, yeah, dude. I know fair juice yeah. to you, I guess. I'd just I'd be know. kind of sitting there like smoking a five going, This is just very wordy, dude. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I have checked out completely. <laughs> yeah. I'm like slowly backing away. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, oh, and don't forget, like when Superman had the because he had Trigon in him and he, he sees Lois die, and that kind of brings him back to his senses. Mm. And uh, and then he burns out the demon, but he comes back as Superman. I love when that's done right. You yeah. know, when a depowered or a lesser powered hero even like a great one was um 2004 spider-man yeah where he just lost his mojo i guess is the only mm. way to describe it he just couldn't and uh then uh um, what they call mary it web- weblock weblock yeah mm. yeah and mary jane gets kidnapped because she's mary jane and that's kind of her that's her spiel that's what she gets up to uh but then he just and it's as simple as this he just clenches his fist yeah and you know he's back and, it, and you just know it. It just feels right. And he's like, shit, he's back. And this had that. When Superman mm. was back, it felt earned. Yeah. Because he'd gone through literal hell. Mm. He'd gone through literal hell to get it back. So when he got back, it felt like, oh, yeah, here we go. Now's the good stuff. And uh, at one point, Superman grabs Darkseid and does the puny god thing on him. But yeah. he just grabs him, but sticks his thumbs in his eyes and slam, 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 uh, slam. Uh, you know, where's he get his suit from? Yeah, that's an excellent, excellent <laughs> question. I was thinking that at the time. And Raven's suit goes white for some reason because she's yeah, pure now or something. She's pure yeah. and her clothes change color. The, yeah, her clothes change color. I suppose, but at I least guess, she's magical. Maybe she's like a moon. Yeah, ring. at least she's magical. Like it could have been magical robes. It could have yeah. been absolutely. Yeah, Dude, think, she's yeah, like a mood ring, you know? Yeah, that's it. Superman would have looked absolutely badass if he just yeah. came back absolutely like, just disheveled and shit, but at absolute full strength. Yeah, that would yeah. have been awesome. I would have his clothes torn off him and shit like that. Like, yeah, he would have been so fine. Them rocking animated abs. Mm. Rocking animated abs. And mm. he's not Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, the, the suit gives him nothing. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah, what does the suit do for Superman? Is it like, is it even extra protection? Actually, apparently, when he's flying very quickly through the city, the cape allows him to read the wind better and he doesn't crash into buildings. There. Really? What's yeah, that's what he said. He expl- yeah, the cape's behind him, but he uses it to read the airflow. It's a very mirror. Yeah, and uh, so he can turn at supersonic speeds between buildings. And that, I was like, that's that's what... Because I read a comic where he explains that to one of his best friends. Uh, Clark Kent explains it to one of his best friends. Mm. And I was like, dude, like at this point, Superman is like 80 years old. And I was like, that's what you came up with? Yeah, <laughs> like I like the Man of Steel one. It's like it's just the traditional way people are in crypto. Now, it, crypto that's all dress. you needed. Yeah. That's all you needed. The traditional dress of my people, my ancestors. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, and this is the symbol of hope. And I thought when I was bringing hope to you, I wanted to bring that and like uh, represent my ancestors as well as yeah. bringing hope. By this way, you. keeping them alive and blah. Yeah, blah, exactly. Yeah, I want to keep yeah. to keep their memory alive while it's also creating a better future for you or some shit like that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? No. Eye lasers. Man, those <laughs> omega beams are terrifying. I love the Omega. Oh beams. man! Like seriously. you see where he kills the tree, the tree lanterns, mm. and he kills the first two, and then the third one, uh, it kind of pans. I was about to say camera pans, but obviously that's not it. But it, it pans to the back of his head, and it just kind of burns like right through. And then you see Darkseid, and he hasn't even like fully turned around to face them. He <laughs> yeah. only turned his he turned his head a little bit to take out three green lanterns. Like that's how much of a badass he is. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, when he fucking like literally turns Damien um, Wayne to dust, that scene's incredible. That scene is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's like literally. And there's like, another like, again. If we're talking great outings, Darkseid had an amazing outing. Mm. He's Probably so the best. Of, actually, if anything, he's had the best outing of the ball. He was, and you use the word I'm using as well, unleashed. Yeah, just unleashed. He wasn't like ah, and soon I will come. There was no soon. He was doing it. Yeah. The only reason it was still on Earth was because he was taking its molded core and then it was going to let <laughs> Yeah, everyone's always after that core, aren't they? Everyone's after that core. <laughs> we, got, we got good core. Yeah. Was, <laughs> like, I just, like, uh, the fucking, one, one of my favorite parts about the Man of Steel uh, movie war was the world drills. Do you remember that part when they started? I the do. Scene? Oh, that, that's fucking awesome. But, like, one thing this did really well, um, it was something similar to Endgame, but obviously, like, in half the time, was that it literally cast every single role as someone that you could recognize. Like Shazam was in there, like, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. Lantern Corps were on one mission, like, you know, Suicide Squad were on another mission. Remember, Harley even had that awesome line. It's like, I guess today's the day we finally get to live up to our name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I did, and that's it. You really felt like you were dropped into the DC, not just world, but universe. Oh, 100%. It was everywhere. You know what I mean? You had Darkseid. You had Darkseid and he, what he's got going on. You had the Green Lanterns off planet. You had the Justice League, the Suicide Squad, Justice League Dark, like you said. And then yeah, you had uh, Shazam and everything there. Shazam like, and all these kind of people showing like, up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it really was like, a, a, a just did somebody like, and that's another great thing. It was obviously easier to get the rights to make an animated movie than it would be to say like, right, I want to make a Justice League movie and I need these characters. And somebody yeah. be like, you know, the, you know, the bureaucracy, getting the three Spider-Mans together amazing yeah like i mean how the meetings the oh my god like you know a lot of shit mm. happened off camera for that to happen so you see you have to respect it but in this they were just like somebody just said look i just want to be able to just reach into the dc universe and whatever comes to mind i just want to be able to pluck it out how, how do i make that happen because that's what they did they mm. didn't feel like there was anyone that was hands off at all no just people that didn't decide to use it was just they just didn't like Deathstroke and Joker or whatever. They just they weren't in it. Joker's already dead. They mentioned it. Joker's because, dead. You explain, yeah, yeah. They, they do that in passing every now and again. Explain where certain characters are gone. Like you even see Nightwing get killed in this and everything. Like, yeah, because even Harley Quinn has to do it. I have to say, soon there's going to be a future for her where she absolutely doesn't need to say Joker or any guy. You know, her profile is shooting up these last couple of years and rightfully yeah. so, but she still unfortunately is kind of linked to him. Yeah. Where you know she they she'd have to say something about why he's not around. Yeah, of course, because like without Joker, she has no origin. Her origin is intrinsically linked to the Joker. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just the way it is. There's no getting away from it. It's like saying Spider-Man without having the radioactive spider. It's just they're so intrinsically linked. The, like without the Joker, you don't have Harley Quinn in the same way. Without that Spider, you don't have Spider Man. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you have to mention it, you know, even if you yeah, don't of course. It on screen. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those. And things. it's fair enough when somebody spent 50 years as like this kind of small character and now they're trying to build her up. It's you still have to remember like where the character came from. The char- character was like a main hench woman as yeah. opposed to like a fully fleshed out character. It's just that they've they've managed to give her so much now. I just think she's so three-dimensional now that yeah. I'm looking forward it's, to her. Especially away. with Margot Robbie's portrayal of her on Margot like, Robbie and Kaylee Cacao's cartoon, animated cartoons, phenomenal as well. Yeah. Oh, is it good? Is it's, I've heard. Oh, it's brilliant, man. It's absolutely brilliant. It's on the second season now, I think, is it? Is it? it has two seasons. It's, it has it's, two. it's, it's it's shooting for its turn. And I know there is, it, it's med or being med or whatever. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely about to manifest sometime this year, but yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal. I can't recommend it enough. Maybe, maybe future podcast was idea was born oh, just there. Oh, for sure. Um, one thing, one thing I loved about this though, is like the epicness of the story. Like I, I, I kind of mentioned like Endgame and Infinity War earlier, but it really did kind of fucking smack at that for me. Like, you know, it was like, everybody was there. Like, as like, we didn't have the on your left moment, but like we, we got to see the fucking scores and scores and scores and the depth of DC characters that they don't really seem to use on live action. Like they've got so many characters that they don't fucking use. You know what I mean? And that's fucking frustrating. But um, to me, like the scale and scope of this fucking movie was insane for a 90 minute animated picture. Like the whole fucking movie was just like, it was just, okay, set up the scene, fighting, set up the scene, fighting, dead, dead, dead. You know what I mean? Like the whole fucking thing. It was just, as you said, like it just flies by and it's just like they fit so much into it. Like it's crazy. Oh, like, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, and it didn't feel like um, overstuffed it didn't or anything. Like, yeah, it didn't feel overstuffed. Actually, that's, I think that is what I was looking for, something like that overstuffed. Because you do think that. Because it's not necessarily like we always say when you make a sequel or something, they try to go bigger and bigger is not always necessarily better. It needs to be smart. Yeah. And this was smart. It was so smart. Yeah. It was so submersive, but it just, I know, it didn't, it didn't disappear up its own arse despite using 30 to 40 characters and really, really, really using over 20. <coughs> and it just never, never felt like it got bogged on self bogged down. Did it mention Aquaman at all? I actually can't remember. I actually don't know if they did. I, mm. Was he there on that mission at the start? No, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. I'm so used to seeing him as Jason Momoa. I, I don't recognize Arthur Curry as anything else anymore. That's it, yeah. <laughs> could, he could have been there. Arthur Curry's just... white and blonde. That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> like, I mean, dog, I'm straight, but Jesus Christ, there are limits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dirt. Um, <laughs> but like, like, no, like, would you like to see more of these kind of standalone, like crazy epic hook, scale, like fucking hook them up to my veins? They just the fact that they don't have to f- exist inside param- parameters, and why not? Mm. Like I, that's the thing. I don't know why not. I know, like from a business perspective, you want something you can expand on and yeah. make money up. But I, I, I'm just talking about a passion merchant. I'm just talking about somebody who wants to be entertained. So yeah. From this pers- my perspective, why not? They're the, the ones I've seen. The Flashpoint Paradox. Uh, this, and not to mention a series of other like Red Sun, which we covered recently. Um, it's are phenomenal. They're yeah. absolutely knocked out of the park. And even if, of course, I'd see one and maybe it's not going to be great because they're movies at the end of the day. That's how movies are. But yeah. absolutely, I, I can't see a downside. From my perspective, again, as the entertained. Yeah. And not, I don't have to worry about the business side of it at all. And yeah, yeah, oh man, hook it up to my veins. What about you? Oh man, I'm the same. Like, uh, like before we get the fuck out of here, like, I, I want to talk a little bit about, um, the like, J.J. Abrams seemingly has this big deal with Warner Brothers and there has been a lot of movement going on there at the moment. And one of the things was a couple of years ago, Guillermo del Toro was uh, attached to write and direct the Justice League Dark movie. 
And eventually he kind of wandered away from it, started doing his own thing because of stalls and whatever, you know. And J.J. Abrams, uh, one of the uh, things that I've heard is that he's supposed to be coming in, producing a new Superman movie and also possibly directing a Justice League Dark movie. Like, would you like to see Justice League Dark and would you recast Matt Ryan or, um, or would you keep him on as Constantine, the guy from the CW universe? Because I think he's fucking awesome. Oh, you leave that the fuck alone. He deserved better than what he got in that series. He was the best thing about it. And he absolutely owned it. You could tell he submerged himself. No, you leave him the fuck alone. Yeah, he was that in one, Legends I'll, of I'll Tomorrow. Fight. He was in Legends of Tomorrow. And yeah, that's right. He was in Legends of Tomorrow. But no, no, he's, he's the voice, the, the body language. is It's just what I picture when I picture Constantine. Yeah. He's got the way he smokes a cigarette, man. I just love him. I just love him in the role. Yeah, I think absolutely they make him quit him in, the in the show eventually. Ugh. Of course they do. No, yeah. Constantine smokes. Constantine drinks too much. Constantine is not a role model. Mm. Constantine does a lot of stuff he shouldn't do, but there are there are lines. There are yeah. lines he won't cross. He does know when something is out and out wrong and will put himself on the line. Hence, anti-hero. That's yeah. it. He's an excellent anti-hero. Just, oh God, when can't they leave? But this thing, like Legends of Tomorrow Flash, it's very clean. It's very, very clean. Yeah. Uh, so if he's going to exist now, you no, but leave him alone. To, to your question, leave him alone. Yeah, no, I, and let JJ let JJ Abrams add the guy. The guy can do big. The guy can do imaginative. Mm. Just let him add. Yeah, no, I, I'm just saying. Yeah, I kind of I'm very curious to see what he does in the superhero movie. He like he did a great job on Star Trek one and two. He did a really good job of making a new hope. Um, uh, <laughs> 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 but, um, uh, like, shots fired. Shots fired. Uh, like a stormtrooper, except I got him right in the face. Yeah. But, justice um, for Jar Jar. Justice for Jar Jar. Um, no, but I, I'm the same as you. Like, I, I just think that, but like, right now, the live action is definitely behind the animated. And if they do go into stuff like Justice League Dark with someone like J.J. Abrams, I think that could be very interesting. I would have loved to see what Guillermo del Toro would have done, especially when he loves monsters and loves magic and all that kind of stuff. He would have, I think he would have done a really good job of bringing Swamp Thing to life. And, like, he, I think he wouldn't have recast Matt Ryan. But I have a feeling... I just have a feeling J.J. Abrams is going to go his own way and then there's talking about Keanu Reeves could be coming back and doing a Constantine sequel. And I just think at the moment, the problem with Warner Brothers on the live action side of things is that they're a bit all over the place. I think everyone knows that. But on the animated side of things, because a lot of the times they're adapting, they're purely adapting the comic books or they're taking their inspiration directly from the comic books, even if it's not a direct adaptation, that the movies are way more cohesive, they're way more coherent, and they're way stronger uh, consistently because they have 60 or 70 years of source material that you're just constantly drawing inspiration from in the way the movies themselves are not. And that's the problem with the movies, that they feel like they have to do their own version of things instead of going back into the back catalogue and actually adapting these incredible stories, like A Long Halloween or something like that. I think it's another Grant Morrison one, is it? Or is Alan Moore? I'm not sure. But like, you know, like uh, you have these things that are there that are adaptable, and you have epic stories like fucking Superman Homecoming, like you could fucking do all these kind of awesome things. And you can also do well more insulated movies. And the thing about the animated movies, they're showing this on a consistent basis that you can do epic fucking stories. You can do grounded stories. And also you can link these stories together and still have them be coherent and cohesive in the same way they did with Batman Hush, where you had Superman coming in. But yeah, it was still very much a detective story that you had, like, you know what I mean? Like, so it, it has. True to its source. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think that's the problem that 
the live action seems to have a harder time ingratiating all the different elements of its own universe in a way that the animated uh, movies don't because they're taking all their, a lot of their cues from the source material uh, in a way the movies aren't. And I think that's why you'll get to see something that's only 90 minutes long, like a Justice League, uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War that's only 90 minutes long and has so much in it because they have all the backbone already set up for them and all they're doing is fleshing it out in a different story. And that's why you have like all these successful artists and successful writers that are able to work for Marvel and able to work for DC time and time and time again and create incredible stories because all of this lore and legacy and lineage is all there for them already. So they're taking inspiration from the correct sources way the live action don't seem to be and that's why you can get an incredible movie that's only 90 minutes long that's so epic in portion and scale and all scope and that's why the animated movies in my opinion are far superior than the live action currently especially in a consistent basis absolutely man that that's just it that is it absolutely summed up and i think especially how good these films are and how well they've been received it gives you bravery as well when you got bravery you have impetus yeah and when you have impetus you can do anything and now it, it feels like they're in the retreat they're trying to fix mistakes of the past and the stop in the um live action and uh so one thing is just going power to power and another thing is still trying to find his footing yeah but yeah yeah you've said it better now you could yeah, cool. So, will we get the fuck out of here, motherfucker? Let's get the fuck out of here. That's it. We're done. All right, cool. um, all right folks. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, all John Toohey. And this is Dark Side of the Moon. And that was Just League Dark, Apocalypse War, the wordiest motherfucker title I've ever heard. See you next time, motherfuckers. Peace. Peaches. Make apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs>